Hi, my name is Hayden Bass. I'm a teen services librarian for the Seattle Public Library, and this is the second in a series of podcasts created by teens for our Teen Center Advisors volunteer group. The first thing that you're going to hear is a book review by Zach of a book called How to Hook a Hottie. The second book review by Rose is of a book called Countess Below Stairs. And that book review is followed by our group roundtable discussion. And this week we talked about how programs and events are marketed to teens and what sometimes people do wrong in trying to market those things for teens. Um, and finally, the last thing you'll hear is um, our quote of the week, read by Jenna. Um, if you can identify correctly the book in which Jenna's quote of the week appears, then you'll need to send a message to the Seattle Public Library Teens MySpace page, which is www.myspace.com forward slash SPL Teen Center. The third person to send us a message with the correct correctly identified book uh, will win a prize and you'll need to come down to the central library to pick it up. So thanks so much and I hope you enjoy this podcast. How to Hook a Hottie by Tina Ferraro surprised me. I was expecting a poorly written story about a stereotypical teenage girl teaching people how to get dates. Instead the plot was original and Tina Ferraro was actually a pretty good writer. The plot line is that of Kate Del Vecchio, who is in high school and does not want to go to college because she thinks it would just slow her down on her road to success in business. She has made a deal with her parents that if she can raise $5,000 by graduation, she can have her college fund to invest as she pleases. After she is asked to a sports banquet by the hottest guy in school, people begin, wanting to, uh, people begin to want her date advice on dating. She uses this to her advantage and charges them for her advice and expertise. The main character, Kate, turned out not to be a stereotypical girl, teenage girl and is a well-developed character with a strong personality. Unfortunately, the plot started to unravel about three-quarters into the book because it began an obvious side plot about how she secretly loved her best guy friend and business partner, Dal, who she had known since kindergarten. There was also a plot about how she had had a falling out with her mother a while back, which, while interesting, has been done a thousand times and appears in many books in this genre. Why is it that, that a book with an original idea and good writing has to return to the same overused plot formula found in almost all teen books? However, if you are interested in a better-than-average teen book, it's worth a read. A Countess Below Stairs by Eva Ibbotson. I absolutely loved this book. If you've been previously dissatisfied by teen books, try this one. Anna's a Russian countess whose family has to flee Russia after the revolution. To support them, she takes on a job as a maid at the house of Mersham temporarily, as its master is about to be married. She is supported only by the direction of a manual, the Domestic Servants' Compendium, and at, her, at first her fellow servants at Mersham are dismayed by her incessant curtsying. Soon, however, everyone loves her for her hard-working, loving, and earnest nature. When Rupert, the master of the house, first meets her, her initial smile is described. And so she smiled at him, into him, he could have said, managing to combine the look of a baby monkey rendered ecstatic by the unsolicited gift of a sudden nut with that of a guardian angel receiving uplifting tidings about the fate of man. She keeps her past a secret as she works with determination to be kind to everyone, even, even Rupert's beautiful, malicious, and eugenics-obsessed fiancé. Eva Ibbotson's writing is classical, colorful, and entertaining with many different intriguing characters. It combines the distinctive views of the diverse characters and bits of background stories that add greatly to the book's appeal. I found this book vaguely similar in plot to Jane Eyre, so if you liked that book, you definitely need to read this more modern version. In elementary school, everyone enjoyed Eva Ibbotson's The Secret of Platform 13. Her teen books are equally enjoyable and a nice break from the often simple writing one can find in the teen section. So check one out. A Countess Below Stairs is an excellent place to start. 
So today's question for our discussion roundtable is, when you, the teens, when you see an event advertised as a teen event, does it make you want to go to it? Does it make you want, not want to go to it? What's your reaction to that? I say no. Danielle says no. Danielle, why do you say no? Danielle says no. <laughs> every time I go somewhere where there's a lot of teens, especially concerts, because I'm a huge concert junkie, mm -hmm. but every time I go to like a place where there's a Great lot of teens us. there, they're just so rude. There's so many rude people there, and it's uh, not fun. <laughs> I find that like, when they advertise it for teens, it's usually like parents taking their teenagers to them to try to like bond with them more. And that's not really something I would want to go to because it'll be kind of weird. Yeah. Ezzy? Um, I don't know. When something's like advertised specially for teens and you can tell it's been created by grown-ups, a lot of times they're trying to make it like all cool and it's just not. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> when people come to like the school to talk, my school to talk about whatever, usually drugs or sex or date rape or whatever. <laughs> oh no, I'm not even joking. We had a session on date rape. I'm, I'm I'm being completely serious. Yeah. Uh, they try to like you know socialize and try to use like the our slang and stuff and act, mm -hmm. try to sympathize with us and everyone in my school just kind of you know once they start doing that just doesn't pay attention anymore. No one buys into that. Yeah. So what what are they what are they getting wrong? What are they trying to do that? They're calls? just being too obvious and trying to you know communicate with us and be on our level. Like there was some guy who was talking about drugs and everyone no one was paying attention. And he was saying stuff like hella tight and hexa and stuff, and was like... <laughs> yeah, like, you're not going to respect an adult if they start doing that. And you just, you feel bad for them, almost. Like, I, I, I sort of just, like, wince and, like, look away. <laughs> but the thing is, though, I mean, even if they don't use those terms and everything, it's not like anyone's going to listen to them, because they're like, oh, it's just an adult saying that. That makes me not want to do it even more. You know what? Sure, let's go have sex, because you know what? The parents said not to, so let's do it. That's kind of how it is. Thoughts from this end of the table? Um, it, it always seems just like these events usually have some kind of message, and it's just annoying, because that's forced on teens enough already without there being entire multi-hour events devoted to it. So... What about, um, so for instance, what about the, since this is a, a library conversation, what about the, um, the comics event poster that you saw? Well, the word teen didn't like jump out of it, so. Yeah, it actually doesn't have the word teen on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make you yeah. feel more inclined and, to go to it? That I'm, you know, somewhat interested in, like, you know, I'm not, I don't, I'm not a comic junkie, I don't have tons of comics or anything, but I enjoy the occasional graphic novel. Like, I have the 300 graphic novel, which is pretty tight. Yeah. So if we had put the teen on there in big letters, that would not have been more of an enticement for you guys to go. I think a lot of people are going to go to this event purely because it looks awesome. Like, I know you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but every time I see, like, a cool poster or, like, a cool cover on a book or something, you know, I'm always interested in reading or going to the <laughs> Yeah. They're going to go to it for what it is, not because it's, like, teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> Did you want to say something, Zach? Uh, no. You, okay. No, I'm good. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you guys like that. <laughs> because it's my event and I want people to go. Okay. Well, um, thanks so much, guys. That was really illuminating. And that was... Do you want to guys want to go around and say your names really quickly? Sure. Izzy? I... I'm but a blade in the crowd. <laughs> that's Zach. I'm Danielle. Rose. Jenna. Thanks, you guys. 
This is your vaguely sinister quote of the week. And if you guess uh, what book this quote comes from, um, send a message to the library MySpace at www.myspace.com slash splteencenter, and you will get a prize. Okay, here is your quote. It was all because of his no good, dirty, rotten, pig-stealing great-great-grandfather.